Watershed Voice, community-supported journalism. Spartans, Wolverines, and Beards podcast. It's me, Lane, returning for another week or two weeks of all things Michigan, Michigan State football, basketball, you name it, baseball, we got it. Um, This week going to be a kind of a quick recap. Going to do a quick recap of Michigan State, Michigan football, um, Detroit Lions, do a high school football preview. I'm just going to lay out then the uh, next couple podcasts for you guys, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, so before I really dive into too much of the nitty gritty here, guys, uh, thank you again for listening to me ramble for another week. Um, if you have not, make sure you check us out on all of your social media platforms. Make sure you, you like the video. Sorry. Um, subscribe to us on all of your favorite podcasting, streaming sites, and like the podcast. See what I did there? I'm working on my streamer voice. How does how does that sound, guys? Cheesy? Shitty? Yeah, I think it's shitty. Uh, so anyways, guys, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a quick break here. And then uh, we're going to get right into the fun stuff. So stay tuned. All right, everybody. So I am back from that quick little break here. I'm going to go ahead and break down Michigan State, Michigan football, uh, both programs sitting at a respectable 6-0. and I believe Michigan State is now bowl eligible, which that is great. Um, Michigan this week, or is out of bye week, so next week they will play Northwestern. I uh, will see what Michigan has got against them. I don't think it'll be mu- very hard for them. Michigan's defense looks extremely stout this season. Uh, and then we go into hate week. Hard to believe that we're in mid-October and hate week is two weeks away. So kind of crazy guys, but we'll, uh, we'll cross that bridge when it comes to it. Um, I really want to talk about Michigan state being six and oh, which is kind of a surprise here. And, uh, more than anything, uh, Wake Forest transfer Kenneth Walker kind of, uh, towards the top of the Heisman race right now, uh, which is Honestly, pretty surprising. Um, I don't think anyone from Michigan State fandom would have said Michigan State would have a Heisman candidate this season, but here we are. Um, This would be their first ever Heisman winner if he continues. Um, Just going to break down Kenneth Walker's stats right now. Um, He is rushing for 7.9 yards a carry, um, and this is in conference. Uh, 558 yards, 71 rushing attempts, five touchdowns for the season, though. He is, let me see here, 7.1 yards carry, nine TDs. Longest was a 94-yarder, which he broke off against the Rutgers Red, whatever the hell. Um, Four receptions, 30 yards, one TD. So Kenneth Walker's really is what's making Michigan State's offense go. Um, It's going to be very interesting to see if, what they do against IU. I use Indiana University this weekend. It's got a pretty decent run defense. Um, and they've been able, like, teams try to load the box, and then you got Jalen Reed and uh, 
or Jaden Reed and Jalen Naylor um, on the outside, and those two are just home run hitters. So Michigan State looks uh, they look pretty good this year. Dare I say that? Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens here with Michigan, Michigan State. Both are, in my opinion, are very similar programs. Um, both are heavily reliant on the rushing attack. Um, Michigan has more of a one-two with Haskins and Corum, and it's really the Kenneth Walker show for Michigan State with Elijah Collins, Connor Hayward in there a little bit, but not nearly like Michigan. Um, I think this year, if if State can win out or beat IU, and Michigan can beat Northwestern, which they should, I think this uh, this year's hate week could be one, one for the ages. Uh, State sitting at ten right now in the rankings. Michigan's at eight. So I mean, you, could, I mean, this it's could have some big big implications for both programs this season. Um, it could be. I mean. Could we be looking at one of those two teams making the playoff this year? Um, Iowa sitting at number two. I mean, the Big Ten right now was looks absolutely stacked. So we'll see where we go from there. Um, I'm not going to get too much more into it because I really want to break that all down during hate week. Might have a special guest. We'll see, but we'll go from there. So with that, guys, I'm just going to roll right into the Lions. Um, what is there to say about this Lions team uh, sitting at 0-5 right now? Um, lost another heartbreaker to the Minnesota Vikings on a last-second field goal uh, two weeks prior. They lost uh, NFL record-long field goal, 66 yards from Justin Tucker. Hits a bottom crossbar, bounces in. I mean, the Lions have been in every game except for one, and that was the Green Bay game. Um, it's it's remarkable to see what Dan Campbell's getting out of the talent he has. Um, I've been somebody that's kind of been a Jared Goff defender, and I'll eat crow on this one. Um, he's definitely not what we want him to be. Uh, he's a bridge QB. Um, it's going to be interesting in the draft coming up this year. Um, you've got Malik Willis, who looks like he might be the number one QB taken. Maybe Desmond Ritter, uh, Matt Coral or Corral out of Ole Miss. He's kind of up there. One of those three, I think, will be wearing Honolulu blue uh, in April. But I, I'm I'm interesting. This is interested to see what happens because the Rams are continuing to do well, and that only hurts the Lions' draft chances. Um, I think if you could, if the Lions ended up getting like top three pick, I would want to see him go like Kayvon Thibodeau, um, Kyle Hamilton. Stingley, um, I mean, I would give Malik a look there, Malik Willis from Liberty. Uh, the problem is that he's largely, he's a he's a project. Um, the athleticism's off the charts. Um, he seems to me maybe like Lamar with maybe a better arm, that would be fair to say, but Lamar is absolutely sh shredding. So I think if you could give him Malik Willis in this Lions offense, this Anthony Lynn offense, um, the RPO would be just a nightmare for teams to, to play against. Um, with DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, he's throwing Willis, and then maybe get some athletes on the outside as the receiver. I mean, you got TJ Hawkinson, who's an absolute stud. I mean, that, that could be very interesting. Personally, I, I would like to see Thibodeau uh, just to give us some dudes on the, more dudes on the defensive line. 
Um, you kind of see what Cleveland's done, how that's kind of working for them. Uh, same with Washington. Um, I don't know. It just seems kind of like that would be something Dan Campbell would do. Uh, speaking of Dan Campbell, um, this past week in his press conference, actually got pretty, uh, pretty choked up. Um, after the game, he's heartbroken for his team, his players, his city. Um, it's kind of funny with a sports commentator whose name rhymes with cow turd. Um, over the summer, they were making fun of Dan Campbell saying about eating kneecaps and all this, that he's a joke and he's horrible. And, and they said like Brian Flores was the, the beacon for success and the Dolphins are one and four. And it's, it's ironic to me that now they're buying into this, this, this team, this energy, because we, I, we as Lions fans, faithful, we've seen this for a while now. And we saw this when Campbell was hired. And then just every little thing they've been doing as we've progressed, how players are buying it, coaches are buying it. Um, I, think this is, I think this is the guy, and I think this is the administration that's going to, to turn the Lions around. Um, this year's draft is absolutely crucial to do that, though. Um, like I've said before, if we're going to take a quarterback, make sure it's the right quarterback. Could it be Malik Willis? Could it be Desmond Ritter? Could it be Matt Corral? I mean, we don't know. But I I really love what Campbell is selling, and I think the national media is starting to pick up on that as well. Um, It's just sad it took them too long. Um, But the Lions this week uh, play against Cincinnati, um, and then the following weekend – let me look here, guys. Just a second. Bear with me. I think the Lions – is it the Rams? So it's Bengals this weekend. Um, yeah, and then it's and it's Stafford. They reunite with Stafford on the 24th. Um, I would absolutely love for the Lions to win that one. Uh, I'm not holding my breath, but uh, that would be something if that happened. But we'll see, guys. We'll go on from there. Um, I think I'm just going to keep this all rolling. Um, I'm just going to go over some uh, – High school football, um, Centerville, my game of the week a couple weeks ago, ended up winning that one. I think it was like 35-18, something like that. Uh, so Centerville continues to roll. White Pigeon continues to look strong. Uh, just Centerville kind of continues to be the bane of their existence in local football. Um, but this week I'm going to actually preview Climax Scott's coming down to Colon. Uh, Colon coming off a huge 55 to nothing win against Athens. Uh, Magi are six and one, uh, three and one division play, and they play against Climax Scott, who's four and two. Um, usually a big game for both of them. Usually a pretty good rivalry game. I think it's going to be a good one. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, Justin Wiki does for Colin. He seems to be the end all be all for that offense, throwing the ball, running the ball, you name it. He does it. Um, it'll be interesting. I'll just put it lightly. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, what Colin can do, um, this is a very good team, very stout program all around, and uh, Climax Scott's it's no slouch either, so I like it. But, yeah, I think that's it for high school football. Like I said, it's going to be a quick one this week, guys. Um, upcoming, I'm going to be doing an NBA preview, going to release that next week, and then it's hate week, which is hard to believe, so we'll be having that one coming up in two weeks. Uh, hopefully have a special guest on for that. Um, but again, guys, thank you for listening to me ramble for a little bit. I know it's kind of compressed a little quick, um, 
there just really isn't that much to talk about right now. Um, and with me doing the NBA preview, I want to dedicate a lot of time to that. So we'll, you'll hear that one next week. Uh, but again, guys, like I said, thank you. Uh, take care of each other. And more than anything, thank you for listening to me to ramble. But the one thing I want you guys to take out of this podcast is at the end words when I say take care of each other, take care of yourselves. Um, I think more than anything, you need to tell somebody out there that if you love them, tell them. Life is short. Um, and it's it's a mystery. And I think you guys, you guys know that better than anybody. Um, but if you have somebody in your life, just make sure you tell them you love them. I think that's the most important thing you can do. Um, so with that, guys, stay safe, take care of each other, go green. I'll see you soon.